Play ball! Welcome to episode 23 of Back at State. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of college basketball, some updates going on there. We'll cover last week's Barn Burner of the Week. Uh, we'll cover this week's Barn Burner of the Week as well. We have a great, great interview uh, with our boy Hunter, was an O-lineman at Oklahoma State and is now transferred to Nebraska. God help him. And uh, and then we're going to give our – after the interview, we're going to give our picks for uh, – our best and our worst college sports moments at, at games that we were attending live. Um, so I'll throw it over to you, Kyle. How, how are you doing? I know last week you had a little bit of a mix up during the, <laughs> during the recording of our episode. Well, yeah, I was driving while trying to record this podcast cause I'm dedicated and we had just started and I got pulled over by um, an officer of the law in a 640 person town in the middle of Wyoming. So basically, you know, the cops make up a good percentage of the town there. And it's one of those, like you're going 70 miles an hour for like two hours. And then you hit like a T in the road, where you have to slow down to the stop sign and then turn. And he clocked me doing 38 in a 30. So I'd like to apologize to the people of, of that town. I've just got to pay my, my, my ticket and uh, move on with my life. It's, it's, it's going to be a struggle, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to work through it. I was on the phone with you guys and I was like, Oh, I got to go. And uh, yeah, I got pulled over. So well, well, I there. figure, you know, Wyoming, it's a publicly funded university. We, some of that goes to the state. Some of that fund gets broken up. So thank you for funding our football program is what I'm well, trying to get to. I, I still could dispute it and go in front of the court if that's, necessary i'd have to drive like six hours back up there to do that but it ain't uh, worth it and you'd probably get driving fast and get right there's a real chance of me going 38 and a 30 again while while doing that this is a real story i used to drive from denver through fort collins to get to laramie and i would do five under every single time because i was like i'm not getting a ticket here and some of my funds go to fund the Colorado state football wow that's Not that's good. true hatred. Yep. I, like true. I'd drive past, I'd flip it off and be like, "All right, cruise control." Yeah, five under. Five wow. under. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not wow. getting tagged and funding Sam's shitty ass stadium. <laughs> it's a great stadium. Well, it got funded. They got it funded didn't somehow. It doesn't get fans. But <laughs> Not, by, <laughs> Not by ticket sales, but it's funded somehow. <laughs> uh, you just so. heard Joe. Joe, how are you doing up in Minnesota? I am. You know, I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm wearing my Cincinnati Reds hat, if you guys can see that. Yeah, was that uh, the closest you could get to Cincinnati Bengals fan? I don't have a Cincinnati Bengals hat, but that's fair. Close enough. Spirit of, I, like, I wore the Broncos just to be anti Chiefs mm-hmm. as I, much as I could. Not even anti Chiefs for me. It's anti Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes. Like, I wow. so can't stand them. Uh, Isn't she Brittany Mahomes? Wait, Are they not married? I don't care. Wait, wait. So, me, who's Brittany Matthew? I, I know about his, the brother. Who's the girl? It's his, his fiance or wife or girlfriend or whatever. And she's the one that's spraying him with champagne. And like they were both hucking water bottles at Ravens fans when and they were like Patrick lost spraying in champagne. Three. They're the worst. They're, they're, they're the ones that do the TikToks together. And, um, you know, they're, wow. they're just both absolutely the worst. Uh, but no, that Joe Burrow, uh, 
I don't know if there's bigger dick energy than Joe Burrow smoking a cigar mm. in the locker room after a big win. Like wow. it just every time it hits wow. so hard. So, or the, dude, or the kicker, man. Oh, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship. I wonder if he said that. I wonder <laughs> if he was like, "Hey, guess yeah. we're going to the Super Bowl." Let's Evan go. McPherson dude. just is the man. Like right. I just, I love that guy. Uh, My I son also said had, that their kicker should be the MVP of the league this year. I but. get that. Like, He's a rookie. Honestly, I'm getting that. Um, I had some things that I uh, I wanted to let you guys in on. Um, first of all, the Kansas City ABC Nine KMBC Kansas City is their uh, main you know channel nine there in in Kansas City, and they posted on their social media. And this is we talked about this with uh, with uh, oh my god I'm forgetting his name the Alabama quarterback um, that won the Heisman and. When you Bryce pretend Young. that Bryce Young, when you pretend that you're the underdog, when you're not the underdog, it drives me up a goddamn wall. Um, yeah. So for context, uh, the Vegas official sports line before the season was for Super Bowl odds because you can place money on futures bets and have the Super Bowl odds. The Chiefs were plus five fifty, so right, almost double the highest odds, and that's people that are paid money to figure out who's most likely to win the Super Bowl. Right. So if you uh, bet $10 on them going to the Super Bowl, you'd win like five. Right? You'd win 55 bucks, you'd win 55. Uh, which is not bad. Oh, the next closest okay. was 1050. And that was like one team. Right. And it was the Buccaneers. And then like, after that, it's like, if you bet on, you know, the Broncos, you'd have gotten like 35,000 to one. Right. You know? So it's, uh, there were not, not doubters of the Chiefs is where I'm getting to. And no. essentially, so they posted, we were never supposed to be here. They counted us out. They put us down. But this team battled back. We did it once and we'll do it again. Thanks Ooh. for an incredible ride this year. They posted that about the Kansas City Chiefs. The like, radio station we were did. never supposed to be here. The TV yeah. station. They're and the Kansas just... City official Twitter retweeted it. Like, hey, that, we were never supposed to be here. Everybody's we, only yeah, been there us. two years in a row. Yeah. Like, like what? Just... you have like seriously were they listening to just their own like talking head radio hosts that just were like getting on them for not being great <laughs> they were five games favored by a season? touchdown in this game you're at home in the afc championship four years in a row yeah, no yeah. team's ever done that like it's just on. oh god i can't it drives me up an absolute wall that I, that they're still wearing the word doubted hats when like they haven't been underdogs in a game in like four years <laughs> it just it blows my mind uh terrible so that's great um well i uh last week i mentioned you know iowa state getting kind of benefit of the doubt as being a big 12 team but did you guys see that the the turnout from the sec big 12 uh kind of weekend matchups the big 12 did not have a good showing um, they do uh real bad i think they, they were four <laughs> and six bad. Four and six, uh, so four, only four, and four strange teams won. Uh, well, of course, Iowa State won. That's not strange, of course. Of course. But uh, Texas, yeah, but Tech, that was Texas, a Big Twelve game. That doesn't count, right? Because a... we were playing Mizzou, mm -hmm. um, TCU, Texas, and Texas Tech, Baylor, Kansas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Kansas State, all lose to their SEC matchup. And well, Texas barely beat Tennessee by like one point. 
um so it was weird we like oh we kind of got exposed a little bit as as a conference against uh, the sec i don't know well i'm glad you brought up that kansas game because that was so the kansas kentucky was our barn burner of the week burner and it was nothing close to a barn burner kentucky wins 80 to 62 like just rolled them (laughs) just rolled it was this coldest barn ever i just love to see it you know just love to see it uh, Man, it's, as a, a fan of in Kansas is feeling he's got a bad like you know Kansas City Chiefs lose Kansas loses the Royals still suck I, I don't know what else is going on there I don't know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> corn prices are down right or something uh, they're or, up, yeah they're up um, oh I guess it's down because they're yeah they're growing and selling it and Mizzou Mizzou got crushed of course by Iowa State I don't know if you know if, if you're a fan of Mizzou but yeah southeastern Missouri the, State probably had a tough can, time in the NAI Kansas City like, area is tough having a tough tough go at it they still have no NBA team I'm sure they're, they're the, mourning that I, I think we've talked about this but the Kansas City airport's the worst airport in oh. any major metro well they're ever. redoing it they're they got funding to redo it it is awful it's like it's so bad. there's like, like these pods of gates that you have to go out of security <laughs> to go to like another gate it's completely asinine but it's like uh, the security is for just one gate so like the yeah. line's a mile long and <laughs> right. like it's in that stupid sea you've got to take like a shuttle like a bus yeah and, uh, it's awful like and it, yeah. it's funny i was just there and you're like wait am i i'm just like walking in a circle forever and like yeah, it's I they have a place. big billboard outside of my gate when I was flying back from uh there to Minnesota and it was like debuting in 2019 and it was like the mock-up of where they're supposed to be at and like this whole new awesome airport right. and it was like mm, here we are in late 2021. Yeah, well that's like I said, that's that's my crystal ball on the new Aloha Stadium in Honolulu. I don't think that thing's gonna yeah. ever be done, but it yeah. just is like we're standing there and I'm like, I've been in the airport in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, and I think that they would be more apropos to, to handle right. like it just runs things better than than MCI. Yeah, it's yeah MCI, and also bad. That's a bad call sign, right? Couldn't Kansas be KCI. Like, yep. come on. Yep, terrible. Uh, yeah, you. my favorite part of that Kansas uh, Kentucky game was: Did you see when the players came running out? Is it Allen Fieldhouse where Kansas plays at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Josh Allen uh, Fieldhouse, I think. The Josh Allen Memorial Complex, I believe they right. named it for. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They come running out, and there's like one of those scoreboards, like one of the ribbon lights, you know. Oh where, yeah, uh, and it just fell. Yeah, so like the it's you know Kansas. It fell on them. Fourteen, and then the other side says like Kentucky sixty, and then the side the middle says the time. It's like you know three oh nine left in the first or whatever. So all the Kansas players are running out, and the middle of it, like some <laughs> Kansas fans like waving a towel, and like it causes it to fall, and the plate falls and smoke some Kansas player in the head. And then they're like kind of ducking and running around it. And oh, it was just like, good. God, well, that, that a place school is like Kansas a... could have like a nicer score. Like yeah. it wasn't like a big scoreboard, but you'd think they'd have a nicer like thing going up with all the uh-huh. money they got. Well, I tell you what, that place is so old. They need to scan it for asbestos. Now that, that place should, <laughs> that whole place should be shut down for asbestos abatement. I think they need to run the tests that probably had asbestos when it fell on them or like lead paint or something like, Absolutely. That place is a hundred <laughs> years old or whatever. This it's uh, it's probably biohazardous or something. So Wyoming, we play in the arena auditorium and they used to play and they're connected. And now it's where like the indoor track team plays and whatever, like there's old offices. And so when I was an intern there, like the oldest shittiest part of the oldest part of the athletics, you know, it's this old, old 
like 30s or whatever it was built as uh, later than that probably 40 late 40s and it's where it used to play basketball and then they moved and there's signs in some of these crappy offices where they just stuck the interns that said warning asbestos avoid creating dust yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no, that's, yeah oh just avoid creating dust knock it off fine, no, fine. don't touch so, anything or breathe too heavily when i get mesothelioma <laughs> Well, that's weird. you know who to call you, you've seen that commercial yeah. i have to take asbestos safety awareness okay so mesothelioma it takes one exposure guys so it's you know it's no joke okay you your loved ones could watch be, yourself could be in for at, significant at compensation allen field house next time you're there don't make mm-hmm. dust mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. um well so this week's barn burner i'm looking at the schedule thursday february 3rd we got another top 10 matchup UCLA versus Arizona both only have two losses. A uh, little, little Pac-12 action. Uh, Hold on. Can we do this? Because last week Joe said he doesn't care about the Pac-12. Was that <laughs> just true. Pac-12 football? It's just it's Pac-12 football. Oh, okay, all right. Pac-12 all right. basketball okay. is pretty legit for the most okay. part. I feel like fair. Pac-12 basketball is the most overrated conference, but yeah, I don't know the Big 12 is coming at you. <laughs> uh so arizona's favored espn's got him at 73 percent chance to win so it might not be a big barn burner but uh you know both teams are uh, actually ucla lost to arizona i think it was two weeks ago or maybe the other way around but should be a good rematch and uh we'll, we'll see we'll see who comes out on top that one is going to be in arizona too in tucson you guys ever been to Tucson? In Tucson. Not, not a great place. Of course. Of course, I've been to Tucson. Yeah, course, come on, there. I mean, <laughs> very nice. It's hot. Um, about it. It's in the desert. I'm sorry. I was zoning out. I didn't hear anything you guys were talking about because I was just watching that video of the Kansas player getting smoked by that scoreboard like a hundred <laughs> times on repeat. That it's is my new favorite good. thing. Yeah. Oh, it's it whacked pretty him. good. It's like it's this metal thing that just hinged down like a screw just came out of it. And that's the problem down. is it like it's coming Wham! towards him when he's running towards it. Yeah. That could have oh. felt good. I want to like set that as my phone background or something maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Can we find that guy and interview him? Just only ask about that. Like, hey, is he out of you're on a top 10 team in the country, but like, how's your head, man? Yeah. Like, can he, you know, can he wear headphones with the injury that he sustained? I don't like, God. Mm. Hey. So another college basketball thing I wanted to bring up. This is a CSU Wyoming thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. did you oh, see Wyoming's? Happening? Did you see Wyoming's new basketball jerseys, Joe? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they've worn these before. They're uh, the State Pride, the State logo jerseys. How state much pride. of a knockoff so are those of the CSU State Pride jersey? I, I, Hold on. It's interesting you say that because CSU did them for football, lost other games in them, and doesn't have any fans go to their football games. So that would imply that we were trying to knock off somebody that doesn't get fans of games, doesn't win in the jerseys. I've just, no, hasn't just talking won jerseys. any rivalry game in over five years. It's got the Wyoming, it's this Wyoming flag colors. It's got the Buffalo on the pants, right where the CSU has like the, the Colorado flag on the pants. Like it's identical, but they just took everything that's Colorado. And have you, have you seen the Wyoming. Wyoming's home Jersey, Sam, where it's literally the exact same Jersey, except instead of a steamboat, it's the Wyoming state. Hold flag. on, Sam, can I tell you? When you Google Wyoming State Pride basketball jersey, the third picture over is a picture of Colorado State in there with the Colorado flag. So, the reason for that, Kyle, is because I rest my case. Uh, DNVR, Sam's favorite publication, DNVR, oh, God, uh, has been tweeting about it nonstop of like, oh, they, like those? they really want to be 
Colorado State, blah, blah, blah. I can't find the Wyoming ones. All I'm, I'm not saying they the try Colorado to be us. State I'm ones. just saying whoever created it, I they definitely – it was like, hey, man, can I copy your homework? Oh, yeah, just change it a little bit so we don't get caught. It, it kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> Dude, it's, like the, it's literally the one Wyoming's they've had for five years. These wait, are just their these ones that look like ones. old Philadelphia – 76er jerseys or something okay quite possibly they're like red white and blue yeah, they like the, that's the, no the flag no this is no good joe no good <laughs> no, what's wrong is, with it this is no good Mm-mm. what's wrong with them they're they're just so generic like and then what i i don't what this is this is terrible these are awful joe also you've ruined our chances of getting that. any dnvr guys on this podcast now um, yeah, no, not I, that we wanted them or anything, but <laughs> well, dude, what are we gonna do without their 14 followers? <laughs> Fuck. Dude, we're gonna start a podcast <laughs> war right now with DNVR. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope that they find out. Hope they find out. No, Joe, these 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 suck. These are terrible. Hate them. Yeah. Hate okay. Oh, I disagree. I, like I think the brown and gold thing is better, and we run with it. I don't think any good either. Like, like but uh, Samson, but um. Yeah. Uh, In general, okay. ours makes more sense when there's like the one college that goes to Wyoming has one college. Sam's one. That's of That's not like true, Joe. Four. When I was I drove through Wyoming, there's some other. There's like there's like, not another four year school. Douglas. It's like a community college. There's not another four year school. There's like Wyoming University or something. There's not. I think, I think you're <laughs> That's wrong. That's the University of Wyoming. It's the only. Douglas. I mean, Douglas, Douglas, Wyoming is a town of like 300 people. That's where Hayden lives. Shout out Hayden Parker. I might have gotten, maybe it wasn't Douglas. Maybe Because Casper has Casper Community College. East Wyoming. I mean, don't get me wrong. East Wyoming College. At a community college? That's that's not, that's not. They were pretty proud of it. They put signs up. Yeah. It's a um, Torrington, in Torrington. Yeah, East T-Town Sniper. Um, yeah. uh, maybe you're right. No, it's Satellite Campus in Douglas, Wyoming. Wow. Okay. They even have satellite oh. campuses, Joe. They're so huge. Eastern okay. Wyoming College. Interesting. So be careful what you, you know, okay. you might not have lay claim to an entire state anymore. We just do. But anyway, so. Sam, you wear Colorado Pride jerseys to go lose to Air Force and CU. Like, maybe just don't. Don't, like, wage the war with me on how your jerseys are cooler. But when we play mines, man, off. we're going to blow mines out of the water. Let me tell you. No, you and mines C, will blow your churches Don't say that. They the might actually the blow you up. They yeah. might use real dynamite is what we yeah. found out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Sam, so Sam, you guys lost a that. bad game the other day, too. Like, my buddy went to the game. It was, like, his first game he had gone to. And it was, like, you guys hadn't lost a home game all season. And he goes. So, yeah, the past, out by like the past two years, 15. we were 20-0-1. Over the past two seasons at home and then 20 oh you tied a basketball game? It's sorry, 20 and one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we were 20 and one, and then yeah, we ended up playing UNLV and just I mean, they had a guy, I think he put up 40 something points. And I don't want to make an excuse, but when a guy puts up 45, I mean I mean, good to him. What are you gonna do? He's on fire. That's dude. I've been talking to some other Wyoming fans, and it is uncanny the amount that Wyoming runs into guys that get hot. Like, there's nothing worse than being your team's playing at school and you're playing them close, and there's a guy that's like 
one for 74 lifetime from the free throw line. And he goes 10 for 10 from the free throw line against you. And you're just like, what the, what, where is this coming from? Guys, if you go to Eastern Wyoming college, you can get a degree in gunsmithing. That it's literally like a four-year program. Program. And, and program. And yeah, it's like guns <laughs> 100, guns 200, guns 2,500, like firearm repair and restoration. <laughs> constitutional requirements nice. field studies custom gum making metal finishing this is fascinating so if anybody's out, joe they're a, gonna a shoot you degree that might yeah mm. eastern wyoming college you can get a gunsmithing degree <clears throat> anyway okay. what were we talking about okay so college basketball so yeah csu we we lose a tough game to unlv second loss this season definitely Thought we were going to get ranked going into this upcoming Monday and probably not going to happen now after that loss. Um, but Joe, you mentioned earlier, kind of like teams that you've been looking at that have kind of been rising up. I mean, UConn is back. Like they, I mean, they obviously are women's basketball, probably the greatest program. They're like the Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And men's, you know, they had, they've always been good. They've had, what was that one team? They had that point guard that was insane. Yeah, and they were an eight seed and won it all in, I want to say, yeah. 2012, 2013. His name was like Shabazz or something weird. Shabazz Napier. Shabazz Napier. Yeah, yeah. Was that him? I think Maybe, I yeah, know. that sounds right. I might be completely wrong on that. But, I mean, they've kind of – they started off the year. They were pre-ranked 24th. They've fallen out a couple of times. And now they're back up at number 20, jumped up five spots in last week's poll. So, I think they're kind of a team that – that has been rising for me that I'm kind of keeping an eye on as maybe a team that might be a lower seed if they make it to the tournament, but could go on a run. They've done it before. It's funny that you brought, I was going to bring up UConn as well because they've won five in a row now, uh, but their best win is probably like the third, I want to say it was their third game of the season. Uh, they played and beat Auburn. They're the only team to have beaten Auburn this year. Yeah. Um, which obviously was early in the season. So you didn't really know who Auburn was or what Auburn was, but uh, they were, <laughs> I mean, they're sneaky good. Um, and, you know, having been the only team to have beaten them and then being on a hot streak. Um, the team that I was going to kind of point out is Providence from Rhode Island. Uh, those guys, <laughs> I was looking through their schedule, Kyle, and not only is there a, what was it? The big 12 sec showdown. What was yeah. it called? Sure. Uh, there's a big a East big 12 battle that they all play oh. big 12 and big East teams. Oh. Uh, so Providence of the big East played Texas tech of the big 12 and won uh, earlier in December. Yeah. They went on in December. They also beat number 15 Seton hall. And then they just beat Marquette who was ranked 22. So they've had quite a few ranked wins. They beat number 21 Xavier um this is a pretty good providence team and they're ranked uh 21 right now uh or excuse me 17 right now so providence also sneaking up okay sneaking um well we could probably throw it over to our interview right now uh as i mentioned before at the beginning of the episode hunter anthony former o-lineman for oklahoma state uh, just recently transferred to Nebraska uh, at the end of this season. Talks about his time at Oklahoma State, some of the crazy fan interactions that he's experienced his time there. Uh, 
one of my favorite parts, uh, he just absolutely craps on Iowa State a whole bunch. No, that's not. I, which listen, I love. I really wanted to hate this guy. I, I almost didn't do this interview because I was like, wait, like Oklahoma State guy who chose to go to Nebraska. But Hunter was a cool guy. He had some great stories. We all can hate OU together with him. So good, good stuff. And horns down. Horns, horns down, down, baby. Horns down. All right. Well, we'll throw it over to him. I am pleased to welcome our next guest to the Back at State podcast. He spent four years at Oklahoma State and has newly transferred over to Nebraska. Welcome to the Back at State podcast, Hunter. How's it going, man? I appreciate it. I'm doing good. Doing good. Good. Well, thank you for coming on. We, we really appreciate it. Um, so just starting at the beginning, you know, what, what, uh, what was your recruiting process like? What schools were you looking at? Uh, How did you kind of get set on Oklahoma State? Hunter, where were you from originally? Are you from Oklahoma originally, or or? Yeah, uh... I I am from Oklahoma. So uh, okay. Or well, originally I was born in Chicago. Um, my dad sold cars, so we kind of moved around a little bit. Nice. Um, my dad was a car salesman, so I feel you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we kind of settled in Oklahoma. We're in a couple places, but then Tuttle is where I kind of grew up from first grade. Okay. So Tuttle, which is like thirty minutes south of Oklahoma City um um which i had a great time there it was awesome but um recruiting process uh i got my first offer i think my freshman year my brother is two years older than me wow so recruited i went on all his officials with him and um i got to play i started as a freshman and um as a sophomore so my sophomore year was his senior year and so i kind of went on his all his officials with him and uh, we, the first one was uh, Central Arkansas, um, UCA. And so we went there and we were visiting. And I was just like, you know, a little kid, like happy to be there, you know. Um, and like at that time, I was like 300 pounds, you know, like 6'6". Six, six. And so you, um, that, that was a kid. freshman. As a, yeah, you were no kid. That's a man. Uh, Holy cow. Oh, I, I, was, I was a kid, man. I, I really was. I was <laughs> Uh, yeah, Boy. no. I, that that was. I think that was my sophomore year, though. Okay. I think my freshman year I was like six four, six five ish. So my my sophomore year. So um, because he was like trying to decide where he was going to go, and he was um done. Uh, so yeah, I was I was like six six three hundred about then, and so they offered me actually. Um, we're walking around doing there like. Uh, they're official, you know, and they like weighed me and like measured me like to get my stuff, you know, coming up and they're like, man, we're just going to offer your little brother. And I like, I had no idea about like the recruiting process or anything, you know, I was, had they used that word you, little lightly. Had, had they even seen you play yet? Or is it just, just on your size? Basically. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, they would have had to like when they watched my brother, like had to have seen me a little yeah. bit, I guess. Right. So I don't know if they had that planned or what, or if they want to see if I was actually that big, but they offered me. So that was kind of crazy. Cause like you were 14. My sophomore right. year. Um, or no, it was 15. You'd be 15, right? 16. Yeah. Some, 15, somewhere in there. 16. Okay. Um, so like I had never like talked to anyone really about doing that and playing, you know, and so that kind of caught me off guard and like, I was just super excited, but then I kind of felt bad because it was like my brother's official, you know? Um, so that was awesome. Uh, that was my first offer. And then Iowa state, I don't know if you um, 
remember, but it was right when Campbell came in. Um, sure. Paul Rhodes left. Yeah. Um, so right when Campbell came in, um, I feel like they offered everyone in Oklahoma like that same day. Uh, so I, I was like special. Um, and they're like, Hey, uh, please just don't post it until like a certain time. And I guess they were trying to get everyone like, um, make sure they talk to everyone before like everyone posted it. But like, right when that time hit, I was like on Twitter and I see like posts, like I would say it off. I would say off like kids. I knew I was like, Oh dude, they just offered, you know, That's a bunch of wide net. Yeah. 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 I've just got in there. Um, so that was my second offer, um, which like nothing else really happened in there. I think that was like, uh, like it was before my junior year started. So like a couple months later, I guess. Um, and then I got a couple more like Kansas state or Kansas, not Kansas state. Um, and then, uh, I would dodge that bullet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Why Oklahoma State? So they they were the next ones to offer, and so their O line coach at the time, Josh Henson, who last year was at A and M, and this year he just joined that UFC staff. He's going to be the um, offensive coordinator. Um, he he's a Tuttle guy. Like he grew up in Tuttle, so like I've known about him. You know, uh, he was at Mizzou before that and did well, and they like cleared house. So he's at OSU for a little bit, um, and then. Uh, and then he went somewhere else for another minute and then he came back to be the line coach. But so like, just that connection was awesome. Like I enjoyed him. He was a genuine dude. Um, he's obviously good at what he does because now he's like been doing great. Um, so just his connection and just like Stillwater's like kind of right there. Um, not a fan of OU, you know, um, I feel like they have a, too good for people mentality, you know. You know, at least we can agree on that. As an Iowa State fan and yes. you know, former yeah. cowboy with a Huskers hat on, at least we can agree that we hate OU, okay. Yeah. We'll we'll have yeah. we'll come to we'll have common ground there. But so did uh, did the mullet, did Gundy himself show up and, and come to your high school or come to your house and talk to your mom or how did how did that work? Well, um he actually I think he was kind of the first guy to do it. I don't know if other schools are doing it. But um, at least my year, he flew a helicopter. Um, <laughs> I committed before, like, he technically came and visited me. But he flew – he had a helicopter. It was, like, a two-man helicopter. He landed on our football field and then, like, came into our field house. And um, it was my head coach, my mom, my dad. Uh, and we talked for about, you know, an hour. And then he, like, left. Because um, they're, like he, – he's, like, hey, is there anywhere we can – land a helicopter i'm like what are you talking about? <laughs> you're like right. what <laughs> yeah no I mean, yeah there's great. A- i can just see his his mullet just blowing in the breeze when he gets out of the back you know yeah i'll, I'll, I'll see pictures are pretty cool um but yeah so um that was cool and then like i don't know i'm not a huge social media guy uh so i didn't really say anything or tell anyone i just had to tell my teacher i was like hey like can i miss like the last 20 minutes of class um <laughs> I got to do something She's like, what do you have older? And she was like freaking out. Um, I got to meet Mike Gundy on a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was actually um, performing like, um, like our final or whatever. It was like, we had to do a play of like a fellow or something, something. And um, I did my part and I was like, Hey, like I got to go. Like, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, he, he came, he came in a helicopter. So that was awesome. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's insane. 
we're, we're, and this was like he couldn't have just drove like you know down the so street or whatever like how far it, away is, were you at it's, the time it's like an hour and a half but like if you take a helicopter i bet yeah, you it's, it's like 20 minutes. minutes right yeah yeah <laughs> And then you can hit up every freaking recruit in one day, you know, like or all because <laughs> I, I feel like Oklahoma, like I don't know, it's kind of spread out. Like you got the Oklahoma City schools, and then kind of everything's kind of thirty minutes, like in any direction. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, you talked about obviously the recruiting out of high school. I've always been curious, what is it like when you're entering the transfer portal the grad transfer scene and you know is there is it like free agency do you have teams come to talk to you are you supposed to like let your school know like what's it like when you're looking for you know in as already being obviously with Oklahoma State and being a grad transfer what's that like yeah well so first I talked to our coaches kind of and like told them like what I was thinking our coaches were real cool about like um because I did it right after our big 12 game so coach Gundy was really cool about like yeah you need to go do that that's what's best for you and he actually let me like stay through the bowl game which was big time because I didn't know it was going to happen you know and I've heard stories where people were like the coaches are like yeah that's it like you're cut off from the team and then that was it so for me I was like I know I want to go somewhere it's not I would rather like not go to the bowl game I guess um and figure out where I want to go than being like have a week to figure it out where I'm going to go next or mm-hmm. like the spot that I could have had got filled up by someone who maybe wasn't as good as me because they got in early or whatever. I, Cause I didn't know either. I just knew I want to get in it, kind of see what happens and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and where were you looking at? Was it, was it like you were like <laughs> Nebraska, the story big red, or you were just kind of looking around? I, that's why I want to do it early. I had no idea. I had a couple schools that, um, I like kind of thought like maybe uh, you're not supposed to talk to anyone. So it's kind of like I have some people who like talk to people, but then it's like you're hearing from someone who's hearing from somebody and it's like, you don't know. So I just want to get in and like, no, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't know either. And I didn't really know anyone who had a bunch of experience doing it. So, yeah, I, um, I like told them and then you, we have a compliance guy you tell, and then he sends a couple emails and then technically you're in. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, oh, it could take 48 hours. So I'm thinking, okay, like I got plenty of time. Um, it happened right after I talked to him. I went over to our academic center. I was finishing up finals. And it was like 20 minutes later. And like my phone's blowing up and I'm trying to like ignore it and like do my homework. <laughs> right. And it's just like going off. I'm like, what? Like who? What's going on? And I look at it and like people are tweeting like that I entered the portal and all this stuff. And then I have a coach call me. And actually the first coach was uh, uh, Rutgers coach, uh, Coach Gleason. He was our OC a couple years ago. Um, and I played I played for him, you know, when he was at OSU. And then he went to Rutgers. So he was the first guy that reached out to me. Um, but yeah, it was like 30 minutes later. So it was really crazy like how quickly it happened and people knew um, just like kind of on it so that was that was um different i didn't think it was going to happen that fast but yeah it was kind of so, yeah yes we were we were chatting before we started that, that you spent four years at oklahoma state so you couldn't come back again right did you have to transfer after four years no uh, so- to, to keep playing or, or i guess what was the decision between uh keep playing and, and staying ou or osu or 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 just be done yeah, so 
you get technically the rule has always been you get four years to play. I redshirted the one, so you get five, I get five years. Right. Well, then it kind of was like a crazy thing, and they basically right. said we don't want to deal with fifty people saying, "Hey, I opted out because I was scared," or and there's another group of hundred who's like, "Hey, I got COVID. I missed three games. Like, can I come back?" Hmm. Or they didn't want to deal with all that is what I think. And so they're like, hey, this year does not count. 2020 is wiped off. Um, So everyone technically has one more year. And so then that would give me the sixth year. So um, I guess I could have stayed there. And that's why this year, I don't know if you've heard, you heard like people like referred to as super seniors and that's kind of, that would have been their sixth year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they, they just gave it. So I have two more, um, and I could have stayed and played, you know, in my last two at OSU. Um, and I just decided to transfer just based on, like, playing time and certain stuff, like um, kind of talked about Coach Henson. He left after that first year. And then um, what happened in 2020 was I got the starting right tackle spot, and I ended up breaking my foot <clears throat> against Tulsa, like, r- before halftime. So, like, right away um and so that kind of wrecked that year for me um I got to come back a little bit and play some tight end and then this past year I I didn't ever get any real meaningful you know game time I got a little bit of end of game stuff but um a little bit tight end but no real minutes to where I could show what I had so that's kind of why I decided because I want to go somewhere and play and like have impact have the chance to play somewhere and that's what kind of led to my decision to leave Definitely. You mentioned you mentioned you played tight end a little bit. Like, was that something you did in high school too, or were you strictly O line in high school, or did you play everywhere? I just did O line in high school. Yeah, um, yeah. The the tight end thing was kind of weird. So, what happened was the twenty twenty year. I kind of came back, and it was against Baylor, and I was like eighty percent with my foot, ninety percent maybe. I just didn't feel comfortable like on pass pro like planning on it but like in run block when I'm like was moving forward I felt like a lot better and so we I think we had some tight end injuries a couple of different things and so they put me in as an extra blocker and I think that game we ran away from me every time um (laughs) and I I was just kind of there and it worked um and then the next game we played uh, Miami in the bowl game and I, it was really cool because I got to wear 85 because I don't know why. <laughs> but nice. Yeah, they, they gave me they gave me a different jersey, so I got to do that. Um, and then this year, I just played it our first four or five games. And then we actually moved the younger lineman to tight end, and he did a really good job. And then um, in the bowl game this year, in bowl prep, I, he got a concussion. And so I kind of got put back in that spot. And then um, this year I got to wear 33 uh, in the bowl game. So that was pretty cool, like, to be able to, like, do that. Not very many people get a chance to, you know, wear multiple jerseys. But um, Right. It helps in the transfer portal, too. You're like, hey, I'm a dual threat. Yeah. (laughs) Raising stock. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you you know, you you escaped uh, Oklahoma State, but you've got a game on your schedule coming up in September. You're right back playing uh, Oklahoma. And then – yeah, kind of revived rivalry. That's uh, <laughs> you're looking forward to that game. Nebraska plays OU in September, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I'm super excited to, you know, uh, see the atmosphere here. 
because you know it's totally different that that's another thing that's crazy it's like you know, hundred plus thousand, you know, you know, uh, this place packed out, you know, I know they can stuff a lot more people in here. It's, it's the third largest city in Nebraska when they have a home game, I think is, <laughs> is the stat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's definitely going to be crazy. Um, we're going to play at Michigan. Um, it's going to be awesome, but yeah. OU, uh, I always love to beat up on OU. Um, <laughs> yeah. Amen. We love to hear that. Yeah. So in your time in Florida State, what was your favorite memory on the Oklahoma field? State? Oklahoma State, excuse me. Jeez. Uh, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Kyle. Sorry. Uh, what was your favorite memory on the field uh, while you were there? Man, I don't know. Um, probably would be like my first start. I got to start um, in 19 against K-State um, playing right tackle. And we got Chuba, I think, 290-something rushing yards against K-State at home. And they have they take real great pride in, you know, stuffing the run, um, stopping the run. And, again, I feel like I was a little kid. And <clears throat> after that game, I talked to our guys, and I was like, man, I went out there that first drive, and I was just like, dude, this is K-State. Like, this is crazy, you know. I've been watching OSU for several years before this. And um, it was just kind of crazy to me, like, being out there, kind of surreal. Um, and then after a couple of plays, like getting into it and getting after it. And then, um, you know, we really like um, did a great job running the ball and um, ended up winning the game. And then just that year in general, um, just forever um, that year, Chuba led the league. And, you know, I got to play in five games as a redshirt freshman um, and help him like do that. I think that's one thing that's like awesome and no one can take from me, I guess. I think that's something that's like goes super underrated. Like when, when people look at rushing stats, you know, they, they, they tend to just focus on the running back and oh, how many broken tackles he made. But, you know, I think it's cool to hear that perspective from an old lineman of like, you know, yeah. you take pride in him getting the, getting all those yards and leading the country in rushing yards. Like that's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. It's awesome. Just seeing him get to play too. You know, <clears throat> he's got, he's had an awesome role. I think he's kind of the same type of back that McCaffrey is. Um, and so it's cool, like when McCaffrey went down, seeing him step up and, you know, take that role and do really well. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, what's it like when you're down there? Like if you're running for nearly 300 yards in a game, like are the defensive linemen like gassed when you walk up there? Are you like talking trash? Like what's the I can only imagine you must be exhausted a little bit, but a little fired up. What's that like? Um, yeah, we at the end of that game, we, we ran the same play kind of over and over because it was, um, and they knew it was coming, but yeah, we were just, we are just stopping them. Uh, we're stuffing it in there. Uh, they, they do, they do get tired. Um, they get mad. It's, it's weird. Um, it's definitely weird, like hearing them. And sometimes you'll, you'll have certain teams that are like really cool. Like, we're like, damn, man, you go, you guys go fast or whatever. Cause we do, you know, the no huddle stuff. So we'll have some guys that are like, you know, just ups, genuinely upset and like, can y'all slow down? And then you have some guys <laughs> that'll talk trash and stuff. Um, back then, I didn't talk trash because I was um, a redshirt freshman. I was just trying to make sure I did my job. Um, you know, so uh, no, I didn't talk trash. But uh, one thing that still kind of sucks to this day is um, so we ran ISO, like double fullback ISO, kind of all the way down the field. 
And so at tackle, if you have a five technique, you kind of move your splits out a little bit and it gives that tight end some room to, you know, fit up in there and just gives the play a little bit more space. We ran it like eight times. So I'm thinking like, oh yeah, why, why did my spacing out? Well, the, the DN's not an idiot, you know? So um, we're on the goal line, like four or five yards out. I widen out my spacing a little bit too much and he's like a wide five. So I'm thinking, okay, like I'm going to, you know, take him out. It's going to be fine. Well, he's, he's smart. So he lines up outside and he scoots like real tight five. And I'm like, oh man. And uh, I take my steps and he fights hard inside. And I like grabbed him. Um, and I like, I got a holding call. I don't think it should have been holding, but I like torqued him and like pancaked him. And they called it holding and he she was scored. I think that was his fourth touchdown oh. and, <laughs> or something. And they called it back. So we ended mm. up like, and uh, I, I, got, I got in a little bit of trouble for that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was one thing that happened that game. That was kind of. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say you didn't think it was should have been a holding call. You know, I, I imagine you think that on every holding call, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to ask, like, what's the, what's the craziest uh, environment you've been in, whether it was a, a game at home or, or a road game you, you guys went to? Uh, what's, what's kind of the environment where, you know, fans are being nuts either towards you guys or in support of you guys? Three come to mind. Um, I'll, I'll just kind of go in order of when they happen. So Oregon State, we got a chance to go up there. Um, just like for me, like super far, like thought it was going to be cool. We went up there a day early. Um, that was the first game of college football that year. Like just a lot of cool things. So we go up there. Um, well, okay, I'll back it up. So we're prepping for it. And this is when Gleason was our offensive coordinator. And Gleason's a little bit crazy. Like um, – <laughs> always like way up there in energy and shaking he's from new jersey uh jumping people like well um he's telling us like oregon state has this um thing they do a chainsaw so um he's like on third down like play the chainsaw it's super loud like you won't even be able to hear like we got to be ready for it well all we can practice we practice in our um stadium and they played this seven minute little clip and the first second has like first two seconds, some dude's coughing in the background or something. And then their chainsaw thing starts up and y'all can Google it or whatever. Well, um, they had this second, seven second clip for two and a half hour practice, our stadium full blast. And you can't hear anything um, practicing with it. And it's like, when you play a song over and over, you know, you get tired of it when you're playing the exact same clip. So that was miserable. And that was our first game. So we're doing it like three weeks before. It wasn't like a one week practice where we did it. Um, Jeez. <laughs> we get up there and uh, we hear it on our first third down. Um, and it's like, you can barely hear it. It's kind of like, I don't know that the, the next thing I think of is like Panthers, the Panthers on third down do like, they do like the cat roar or whatever, the Panther roar. It's like, you could hear it. It was definitely there, but like, it wasn't a big deal. It's so like that, an actual chainsaw that they run on the sideline or something, right? It's not. I don't know if it's that or if it's a it's a bite like a sound clip. I'm not sure, Um, but it wasn't like what it was kind of like put up to be, I guess. (laughs) But also, that game was interesting because you had to walk behind the stadium to go to a different locker room, and the fans were just like they're cussing us and like saying they're the real OSU and like we're gonna get our butt beat. 
well, halftime we're going in. The real like, OSU. <laughs> yeah, we're I don't think Oregon in. State fans yeah. are very OSU. self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going in like up like a little bit. I think we're up a little bit at the time. It was kind of close. And they're like, oh, we're a second-half team. We're going to beat your butt, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, we, we win and we're leaving. Same guy's still there. He's like, it's okay. We didn't effing beat you, but OU will. And if OU doesn't text as well and if texas doesn't he just goes down our whole list like uh, <laughs> so, so that was we def- suck but texas is good <laughs> yeah. but you might lose another game <laughs> okay so i always enjoy that like whenever fans kind of talk trash um like that uh and then that was my first time like actually traveling um so that, all that stuff is you know really cool yeah. um and then ou's environment's kind of uh crazy uh i i know like my first trip to ou um it was really rainy and i remember i i think it was no it wasn't covid but there was like some huge house party we drove by like (laughs) so many people like it was it was in the backyard but there was like people shoulder to shoulder the whole backyard i'm just looking out there there's a dj out there and like six beers just smoked the side of our bus like (laughs) Oh. And those classy whole, Sooners. Yeah, the whole way through Norman, just everyone's like screaming at us and stuff. And I see some old lady like flipping us off, like everyone's <laughs> flipping us off. Uh, no, that sounds just, right. That checks yeah. out. That's just the OU thing. It's just like, I don't know. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of certain grass fields. Like OU's is okay, but when it gets wet, it sucks. Um, Iowa State, or yeah, Iowa State's, I don't like. Um, it's real. I'm sorry. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> the cheer, the cheerleaders don't stop eating it, so they it has a hard time stop coming it. back. You stop it, Joe. Get out of here. Well, if you if you look it up, um, another thing that scared <laughs> Reed, who we just watched play, um, OU center, watching him just get bull rushed by some, one of your D, D linemen, and both his feet are stuck in the ground and just like slide back and like does the splits. I feel like that happened every game. So that's that was always interesting. Uh, going to play up there. Um, what was the well, other they built they built that stadium on a floodplain. Okay, so we just have to deal with it. But. Oh, I also heard like y'all are at ag school, so you won't switch the turf. I don't know if that's <laughs> it could be. That sounds that, that sounds like those guys. Stubborn uh, bastards at Iowa State. Yeah, I forget what the other one was, but uh, tech tech is always crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the tech game this year, but. They always throw stuff on the field and um, do different <laughs> stuff. Uh, they like to throw batteries, um, which they get in trouble for now. When it kicks off, they throw tortillas out, which is it's cool. Yeah, but now then, that sounds like them. Yes, tortillas. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, they'll, they played, I think, like 12 times. Like if you throw stuff in the field, it could result in a penalty. And it never did. Um, they threw beers. Like we're driving on them, and they were throwing beers out there um like full beers like at our players and um so that was definitely crazy and they get into it but then like when we started beating them pretty bad they were um pretty cool like they were um talking about stupid stuff just like trying to like get our attention and like be funny but like when they're winning or doing good I feel like they're they're pretty pretty ugly um so it's just interesting to me um going different places or people pull up the roster and make fun of what major you have, you know, like if you're general studies, they'll be like, 
<laughs> Man, this is your own thought. You better make it the NFL because uh, you're not going to make it with a general. <laughs> yeah, degree. Joe used to do that at Wyoming. He used to look up people's, you know, sisters' names and and oh yeah, whatever, and yeah, at basketball games. And, I yeah. I enjoy that. I don't know if it gets it, it annoys some people or gets under certain people. I'm sure some people do, um, and they'll react. But I just enjoy like listening to it or hearing it. You know, especially when it's from little kids. Iowa State before they did all the new stuff yeah. they had that grass you the know, grass we, in the corners you know, yeah um all the kids would be lined up you know like wanting high fives and stuff i'm like oh this is cool i go over there and the like pulled i, I was going to high five some little kid and he pulls his hand back and he's like not from you fatty or something <laughs> oh my god was, <laughs> yes and they're my favorite kid sorry sorry no sorry <laughs> like you tell him i'm just like Dang man, uh, wow. yeah. The Where's your parents? <laughs> no, their parents would be sitting there egging it on. Uh, but those kids were were bad. We're savage. Nice. Uh, and then this year we got beat there, and um, those yeah, kids. My were... my kid was actually at that game. Uh, well, so I'm I, sure hope, I, I hope that wasn't him. But he was cussing me out and probably throwing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might have been. He might have been. Yeah. So, um, but that, that just like all that stuff is interesting, and I think it's awesome. Like it makes a cool experience. Um, a lot of hatred bad. in the Big Twelve for sure. Yeah. There really is. There really is. Oh, the other one I was going to say is Boise State because um, that atmosphere is always talked about. You know, they always win there. That was weird because we come in and there's a bunch of tailgating and everyone's waving at us. Like I'm used to OU and everyone you know, being angry, flipping it. Everyone likes to flip this off. Another interesting thing is, is when you're on those buses, everyone does horns down. Like everyone will do the horns down, which makes absolutely <laughs> sense. Like, yeah, you guys I, aren't like, why does that matter to you guys? Do it back to you because I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with your horns down, sir. Yeah. But it, like, the, yes, everyone, everyone does it. everywhere you, I, we went like, there'd be like 10 or 12 people do it. And you're just like confused. You don't know, like, are you mad or like, like hey we don't Texas either I don't know yeah it's like that, brothers in arms like horns down yeah uh but Boise we go to Boise everyone's waving like literally genuinely like waving like happy and so it was like I don't know if they're like hey we're glad you're here we're gonna kick your ass or like if it was like hey we're happy to see a football game or what it was but um, <laughs> they were just waving so that was cool the blue field was cool um I thought that they were really loud for how many fans they had. Like, I don't think that they didn't have a ton, you know, I think they have like 34,000, but that stadium got pretty loud. Um, and then when we went in the locker room, um, they have kind of traditional like metal or tin um, bleachers, like in the end zone. And they'd like stomp, like when we're going in. So that was like, I think we like um, intimidating, I guess. Like, I just like enjoy stuff like that. It's like, kind of a fan myself almost you know like i i like enjoy stuff like that stuff like that's cool like um iowa has like the uh the pink locker room you know like just stuff like that like is cool <laughs> um like looking back on it i guess you know so yeah that's great that's great that's awesome. awesome thing yeah all right hunter so obviously we talked a little bit about on the field what's your favorite off the field story from when you were at oklahoma state um I don't know, man. Um, I just enjoyed, like, I love, I love my teammates. Like I love my guys, but um, probably just all the stupid stuff we do in the locker room um, or we did in the locker room. 
um, that's probably what I would say. Uh, if you if you ever talk to anyone else from OSU, just um, ask them what went over what, what went on over at the O line side. We always had something fun uh, going on over there. So that's what I would say. <laughs> I like it. I like Locker it. room shenanigans. Nothing better. Oh yeah, I agree. Well, that's awesome. great. Well, we really appreciate you coming on, Hunter. Uh, yeah. Best of luck in Nebraska. Uh, yeah. Really appreciate you coming and sharing some of those stories. And, uh, you know, hey, horns down, brother. Horns, yeah. horns down. <laughs> horns and sorry, down. About, sorry about Kyle's kids cussing at you. Hey, names. I it's no proof that was him. But. Well, hey, hey. Hunter, before we go, I see on your Twitter you're, uh, you're like a, you're sponsored, I think, by Scissor Tail Hat. Is that right? You, yes. Or? Yes. Okay. You want to you want to uh, push them on here for yeah quick for, plug. What, what is Scissor Tail Hat? Uh, we're actually I I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but I'm trying to do like if you go to their website, they have some Stillwater and uh, Norman hats on there, and I'm trying to do a see if they'll do a Nebraska one um, would be really cool. But yeah, they they just um, one of those kids actually goes to OSU, so he just came up to me, and I think they have good products. So. Um, cool. if you're looking for some hats, they got some cool stuff. I don't know. They got a lot of like Oklahoma E stuff. Uh, so I'm trying to make some Nebraska stuff. So, um, I'll have to reach back out when I have those in, maybe send y'all some. Right. Yeah. All right. Awesome, All right. man. Well, hey, like we said, we really appreciate it. That was, that was very funny. Very awesome interview. Uh, we appreciate coming on and we hope you, uh, hope you guys beat OU this year. Heck All right. Yes. Cool. Heck yeah. yes. Take care, Do man. <laughs> Yes. All right, Hunter. Thanks. Thanks, Hunter. All righty. Big thanks to Hunter for coming on. Super funny episode uh, or interview. Sorry. And uh, we wish him the well, best. Well, it's a funny episode overall. It's, yeah. The whole there you thing's go. great. Yeah. And uh, we wish him the best of luck going into his second part of his career at Nebraska. Um, so now, as I mentioned before, we're going to go over our best and worst moments uh, at a college football or, or basketball. I don't know what you guys pick. Mine are both football. Um, you didn't so, say we could do basketball. I thought it was football only. Uh, well, that's fine. Yeah, Sam, you're fucking killing me here. <laughs> it's a late night. We've got to get it together now. Uh, Joe, give us your best one. The best game that I was ever at. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you were thinking I was going to go border war. Those were obviously very exciting, but, uh, the best game that I was ever at in college was the October 29th, 2016 in Laramie, Wyoming, the number 13 Boise state Broncos came to town. Uh, and Josh Allen essentially had his coming out party at this game. Um, Ooh, never came out. Yep. 274 yards, three touchdowns, <laughs> uh, absolutely went off. Uh, Wyoming's all-time leading rusher uh, went for 146, Brian Hill, and perhaps best known because, again, this is like a primetime game, number 13 Boise comes in, and the way they won was Brett Ripien, uh, of currently of the Denver Broncos, fumbled in the end zone, Ripping. threw it through the back of the end zone, and uh, Chase Appleby was doing the safety dance in the end zone, trying to get the refs to call it. Like, it was the my favorite call – uh well one of my favorite calls on a football field is when they have safeties and like the rest are deliberating and you see the defensive players are all like desperately trying to get them yeah, to do doing, it doing the hands above the head thing and chase was like dance. doing it like if you look up wyoming in apple gifts or whatever on text message on iMessage 
Mm. And that's like the first one that pops up is him doing the safety dance, like wiggling his hips and like trying to get the rest to call it. Um, that one was nuts. We were, you know, we were up there and it was bleak and they came back and won. And that was a, that was a blast. So that'd be my selection. All right. I'm like, I'm very surprised you didn't go border war. Uh, all right, Kyle, what's your, what's your best moment? Best moment. Okay. Um, this was a game while I was in school. It was, this was September 15th, 2007. Okay. A while ago. Were you guys born Long yet? time ago. Long. Were you guys born yet? I was nine. Okay. Wow. Jeez. Um, so yeah, this was a game at Jack Trice in Ames, Iowa. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I, I hear they have a really nice field actually from former players. According to Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> In the way that he said it, just not to interrupt, but the way that he threw it so offhand, like, well, of course, you know, Iowa State's field sucks. And <laughs> just, I was like, like oh, he's like, sorry, sorry. sorry. Fine. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Whatever. No, I hear it's really nice, but um, the, the hated Hawkeyes came to town and listen, the 2007 Cyclones were <clears throat> not good. Mm. Um, they were coached by a man who holds a special place of hatred in my heart uh, by the name of Gene Chizik. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember him, but he left Iowa State to then uh, immediately win a national championship with Cam Newton and the Auburn Tigers. But mm. uh, nice. Yeah, no, he uh, gave one of those like I'm committed to Iowa State and then hopped on the jet and, and flew down to Auburn and signed his contract type of thing after the he went three and nine that year in 2007. So this is one of our few wins. Um, but uh, this was the first time I ever stormed a field, guys. So, mm. of course, my wife uh, was there. She probably caused that storm to happen. Um, we were down 12 to 13 late in the game. Um, so a real sucky performance by both teams and if you if for any iowa state aficionados out there we wore a one-off um jersey for that game it was like a, a replica 1977 peach bowl jersey which back then iowa state was still using the like uh bird in the blender logo we call it and they had they're they're you know, honestly their uniforms were kind of a mess it was before we went it was before we even had the current i state logo and so we were trying to figure out what to do with our football uniforms so they they did these throwbacks which we i think everyone loved the performance in this game so much that they, they kind of styled the new new jerseys in 2008 after this look that they had in this game but anyways i digress it's 12 uh, to 13 we drive down the field uh, and get a last second field goal. Uh, and like we, the whole, we can like feel the vibe, you know, the mm-hmm. whole stadium just starts like everyone starts like moving down the stairs as mm-hmm. they haven't even kicked the field goal yet. And you're like, oh, they're mm-hmm. going to do it. They're like, this is going to happen. This is going to work. This is going to work. This is going to work. And they kick the field goal and we all go nuts and crazy and yada, yada, yada. It was like, ah, and we're like pushing down, but there was like two seconds left. And we squib kicked it to the, to the guy and he like made kind of a move and made it to like the 40 and we tackled him. And that was the end of the game sort of thing. So, but uh, yeah, storm the field, got on the field and uh, you know, my wife has obviously never turned back on, on storm and fields. So. Right. Right. Great game. Changed Great game. her. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like it. Mine, uh, I have to, I had to look up the dates since you guys all did dates. I thought, you know, I didn't want to be the one guy that didn't. It was August 27th, uh, 2017. Um, and it was CSU's first game at their new stadium. We played the game a week early before any other games. It was us versus Oregon State, which Hunter also mentioned that he played Oregon State like a week before. Does Oregon State like play the first game of the year a lot? Has anyone ever heard of that? I, yeah, I kind of made that connection. I was very, it's like out of all the schools, Oregon State, um, go Beavers, I guess. Uh, but new stadium, we absolutely throttled them 58 to 27, 37,000 people in the stadium. Just a great game. Nick Stevens, our former guest on the show, was just an absolute unit out there. Mm. Um, so definitely definitely my favorite game. My second one, just to give a two for here, is when we upset Arkansas. It was our first SEC win at home, which I wish it was in Arkansas because is that even really SEC? Whoopee! Back, wow, back, then, they were, back then they were bad, though. This is, you know, not, not great. Come on, man. Garrett takes offense to that. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, Joe. What's what's your what's your least or your worst moment slash memory at, at a at a football game? You know, um, God, it was it wasn't just the outcome of the game. It was uh, it was just like a train wreck from start to finish uh, at Old Hughes Stadium. Uh, this would have been uh, October twenty fifth, uh, twenty fourteen, and. If you remember Hughes Stadium, if you've ever been there, was like outside of town. It's the whole reason they built this monstrosity on campus uh, was they were like, well, people don't want to go all the way outside of town. I mean, it was like seven blocks, but whatever. So then you had to get on this one road that went through a neighborhood. And it was like, Sam, you remember, like you just sat in the car and you sat and sat and sat to get a one lane road. Like because they would have to check your parking pass or whatever to get into the lot. And like you would just. It took forever. So like, we're sitting there and we're waiting forever. And finally we get in there. And by the time we get in there, like we weren't 21 yet. So you're doing the thing where like person goes up to get their wristband to drink in the parking lot. And then you go and you like spit on them and get them off and put on your buddies. And so by the time we get all those, nobody had anything to drink yet. And the game's starting. So they're like, my buddy's like, Oh yeah, dude, just throw. Cause I'm with a bunch of high school friends. Like just throw them in your waistband. It's fine. So like, everybody's got like a bandolier of beers and I'm in all Wyoming stuff. And I had one beer like shoved in my pocket. Cause we were just going to try and drink them before we got in the stadium. So I threw it away and wasn't even thinking about the beer in my pocket. Like you couldn't even tell dude, like it's cold out. Like it's in a coat pocket. My buddy with a bandolier of beers walks in. Yep. Fine. See you later. Not even 21. I walk bandolier in of beers. Nice. and he takes the, he's like, oh, what is he's, I'm like getting the pat down, finds my beer. He's like, okay, trash. Uh, you're kicked out of the stadium. Can't come back. That's trespassing. Tears up my ticket, throws away, kicks me out. And I was like, what the, are you serious? What the, and like, we're all going in different lines and everybody's been drinking. So everybody's like filing in. Lauren's gone. So then I just like walked back out to the car and was like, well, I don't have the keys. It's not my car. I don't know anybody in this town. Crap. Like a horse cop comes trotting over. He's like, get out of here. And some CSU fan, to his credit, comes up hey, and was uh, like, "Hold hey. on a second, a horse cop? You got horse cops? Yeah, like trotting through the no. It's because you're way outside of town, so it's like oh. in the dirt parking lot. 
horse cops are just walk, trotting around patrolling. It's just Wyoming and you got Mounties everywhere. No, it's Fort Collins, no, it's just, this is Fort Collins. Oh, 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 right. Okay. I know. You I'm haven't been painted. Up. It's I'm fine. screwed up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then, uh, like, the horse cops give me hard. Some CU fans like, hey, we can be here till the first quarter. You leave them alone. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, whatever. So then he walks away and I'm by myself. <laughs> There's no, Sam can attest. There's no cell service out there. Like it's in kind of a valley outside of town. You can't get a single text call, nothing. So like I had no way to get a call through. I'm like, uh, like I can try and just start walking towards town and see if there's not like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Like I was so bummed out, dude. Like we were all the way down there. We had no car, sucked. So then finally. Buffalo Wild Wings is always your last resort, you know? It's like the most fine, like, all right. Right. Okay. Like I guess, like I right. guess we'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sorry. I was like planning on doing that, and then somehow I get to the edge of the parking lot. I get a text from Lauren, like, "Hey, Nick's got tickets, whatever." Lauren had gotten in and just started panicking because she also doesn't have bars in the stadium, and so she's freaking out. She goes to the bathroom in a porta potty and she drops her phone, and it slides in between the wall of the porta potty and the toilet side. straight down the slot Mm. so she's like scraping her arm like her arm was all red and scraped up open wound in a porta potty in fort collins wisconsin like grab it out she's in tears like trying to get a hold of me and can't and like a friend of a friend nick raymond's from our freshman dorm like just happened to see her and was like hey i have an extra ticket it's crazy here we'll just give it to him so he met me at like the chain link fence and we like slip it through the slot and i get back in and uh we go and we sit in the student section and we're getting razzed and it's like all right whatever like we knew this would happen we just want to sit with some buddies like we're not being and then uh the csu students start chanting at our punter like total nebraska fan our punter's parents ethan wood's parents both died in a his, his dad was a pilot cessna wreck over the summer both parents died and so they're chanting at him Where's your parents? Did they make it to this game? Come on, Sam. Same time. I wasn't there. Sam, you got to do better than that. So, like, I turned to these guys and I was like, hey, like, are you fucking kidding me? So then CSU security comes up and is like, are you kidding me? You're out of here. And so I got thrown out for turning around and being like, hey, maybe don't chant at a guy's parents both dying at the same time. Six minutes. How long long were you in the game? So it'd been maybe like, you know, call it the end of the first quarter. I got back in. Then they're so like I'm getting kind of tossed quarter. out, and then head fake, get around, get away from the you know student that's like, yeah, that kid's parents died. Fuck you, you get out of here. Head fake that guy and go sit down to then watch Wyoming get blown out. We ended up scoring a touchdown at the end, so it was closer, but it was uh, 45 to 31, and uh, it was the only game that they. Uh, well, it, it was the only time I went to Hughes Stadium, and it was the worst time ever. So when they knocked that to the ground, good riddance, and then they built some monstrosity that nobody goes to. Uh, that was a terrible time. Like that's when, tough getting kicked out of two football games or the same football the game, same twice. game twice. That's Got really out the same game twice. Almost wow. impossible. Like bandolier of beers. Maybe that's what's happening in. to your fans, Sam. They're all getting kicked out. Uh, maybe it is. Good point, oh, Kyle. That's mm. a good point. I have a. I, <laughs> did did Lauren actually get poop on her phone? Like, did, was there poop? No, the, it wasn't into the like toilet. Foreign it was like person in the side of the. I mean, there was probably poop on it, like particles at least. But like, it wasn't like particles. into the toilet. It was like in the wedge, but between 
toilet the butt and crack wall. of the yeah the butt crack of the porta potty of, of yeah. the porta porta john mm-hmm. poop mm-hmm. particles mm-hmm. poop well, particles that's the name of this episode. she got it out of there though huh? yep mm-hmm. yeah that so sounds i remember hearing this story joe that you were lost and I didn't know it was the same game. I thought these were two separate events when you got kicked out. Oh, yeah. No, like, I've never been so mad in my life. Like, I thought, like, the security, like, you know, they give, like, the yellow jacket to just any stoner. And I thought that guy was coming up to be like, hey, let's stop chanting. Because, like, at Wyoming games, whenever there was a tragedy, like, Emmanuel Magbo for CSU basketball, both his parents died in a fire. And beforehand, like, all of our landmark security came over and was like, hey, we're not saying anything to this guy. Like, you better not, like, keep it. Cause you know, people might start chanting alcoholic or something. Those things happen. And <laughs> everybody's like, I like, nobody was like, Oh yeah, we were going to say something like, fuck you. Like everybody's like, no, we would never say anything. And um, so I assumed it was landmark coming to be like, Hey, let's not yell at a guy whose parents died. And instead it was, Hey, Wyoming guy, what are you doing here? I don't mm. like your kind, Joe. Yeah, I could tell. I could <laughs> tell. Like your kind here. <laughs> Uh, go Rams. All right. That was a good day. If I bought a ticket, they would like walk me to my seat. You know? <laughs> like pick any seat. You, you yeah. can have any of them. Go. Thank you. Some for in the front row. Go ahead. Mm. There's a box open up there. If you want it. <laughs> Here's a whistle and a clipboard. Get out there. Yeah, seriously. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. <laughs> Kyle, your worst, uh, college football experience. Worst college football experience. Okay. So, you know, Iowa State is is having a, a real good season, okay? And um, I, had actually, I had actually gone to this bowl in the past just because I was down there because I used to go down to Texas, and then we just, like, I don't know, we just packed up and decided to go to a random bowl game um, in San Antonio at the Alamo Bowl. Somebody's my Sam, I feel you must have been too young. I was down there visiting Sam when he lived in Texas and uh, we went to like Texas Tech, Michigan State or something. Anyways, so when Iowa State got picked for the Alamo Bowl in 2018, I was very excited. I was like, I've been there before. It's super great. Like it's a great atmosphere and everything. So this was December 28th, 2018, which happens to be my wedding anniversary. So my wife and I get the babysitter. We do the whole thing and we're like, this would be great. Like, we're going to just like, you know, go down there. And we had been to a couple bowl games, Andrea and I, like we tried to just use my airline points and hotel points and just save up and sneak away to bowl games after, after the pickings, you know? And so we're like, well, let's go like Alamo bowl. Like that's perfect. That'd be great. Like, and we pulled uh, Washington state. Okay. Which Minshew magic, right? Yes, I was not aware of Minshew magic before that game. Let's just say that. And I was well aware of it afterwards. Mm. Um, and, you know, like Joe back then, I had no respect for 12 Pac-12 football. So I was yep. like, this is this is easy buckets, guys. Like, who cares? Like Wazoo, Mike Leach was former. I was familiar with him from back in his days at Texas Tech, the coach of then Wazoo, um, you know, whatever. Like, we can handle this. And we go down there, we have a great time. And before the game, we get into the game and it was like, now the final score was close. It was 28, 26. It never felt that close. It it was just one of those things. Like I had spent the money and the points and everything to fly and follow my team around to go to bowl games. And I had always won before. 
So this is my first, like, like I paid a lot to be here to mm-hmm. watch, to watch lose. us lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't he mm-hmm. pop off that game? Didn't he have like two rushing touchdowns or something like that? And yeah, Garner so, Minshew, yeah, like he he did. He had a great game, and um, you know we we came back in the end and whatever, but um, it just was kind of out of hand. So yeah, this God, is the 2018 see. game. You lost by two points, Kyle. Is that right? Yes, 26 28. Um, the Alamo Bowl. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to get. If I so it's funny that staff. you. It's funny that you say that. Garner Minshew. Game. I mean, sorry, he had 299 for two touchdowns passing, but he had six carries for 16 yards, one rushing touchdown. So, you know, not, stats don't look great, but he was pretty impressive in person. But. So they they finished the game the year in the top ten that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Washington started State. the year going up to Laramie, Wyoming. Oh, really? They beat us 41-19 in a game we were favored in, and it was Gardner Minshew. And we're laughing. We're like, yeah, dude, this weird guy is like the Gardner Minshew, the third. But like, yeah, like, he oh, would like show up like, in like silk second. suits and stuff. And yeah, it was like mullet. we're laughing because he'd never played a game before, so it's just this weird guy that like transferred mm-hmm. in. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? And then, yeah, so I I saw that same team break my heart live yeah. in person. That's and like stuff, you know, my familiarity with Wazoo was like when I lived in Washington State, and this was like 20, 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. they were like one win teams. Like right. they would get oh, one win for beating, uh, you know, UW in the Apple Bowl. Like the rotten were, Apple Bowl is what they used yeah. to call it. Like, they yeah. were mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I had no respect for them whatsoever. But mm-hmm. Garner Minshew was a dude. And then, like, you walk – and that's that's really was the worst part. Like, the game, like, you know, whatever. Like, you lose to a ranked team close at the end when you had a good season. But, like, you just walk out of there and you're like, okay, I'm in San Antonio. Uh, I'm disappointed about spending money and coming here. I feel foolish. Right, like, now right. what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. hmm. And you just, yep. like, walk, and you walk, and you're like, okay, so do we, like, celebrate, or, like, what do we do? <laughs> well, we made it there. Yeah, here we are, so. Yeah. yeah, that, just that whole, like, losing a bowl game that you travel to really sucks. Yep, so, yep. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, so mine is one that Joe was at, actually, and uh, I was a senior in high school, and it was the border war game in Wyoming. I had no idea about CSU or Wyoming. I knew, knew nothing of the rivalry. Didn't know where I was going to college. Was still playing hockey, whatever. So I go to this game and Joe brings me a jersey. It's a Wyoming jersey. Mm-hmm. I was at this game. Kyle yep. was there too. Yeah. Yep. I put it on, not knowing I anything didn't... about the rat. Like, and I'd like, like to say I didn't put on any jerseys. Yeah, it was an Austin Carter Samuels jersey. He's live and bringing the color. Nice. Anyway, uh, put it on and I was wearing it. The game was like so cold. It was just like, I don't know if it was raining. It was just like, was terrible weather. And I just remember like not being like that into the game. Like I was more just like talking to people and then whatever CS- dude. CSU was <laughs> spanking them. And I did, but I didn't like, I wasn't rooting for CSU or, or Wyoming, but like, I remember CSU was like crushing them. So like now that I'm looking back on it, it was kind of a great moment. It was my first border war getting to see CSU crush them. But then I'm wearing a Wyoming jersey, and I will never be able to get that picture. Off Sam, of have you ever phone. been? Just, have you ever been at a Wyoming CSU game on the winning side? No, 
I have not. Yeah, let me answer no. Wow. I have not. I have not. I, I'm over three. And to lay to let all the listeners behind the curtain a little bit, that there's a photo of Sam in a Wyoming jersey that Joe mm-hmm. sends around. Quite his background. Yep. He's hung on to that a lot. Mm-hmm. And and that, From that 2016 an appearance uh, just in text messages mm-hmm. quite often. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a moment I never live will never live down. Um nope, I, I've can't. since found the light and changed, but wow. uh definitely my worst moment. Uh that's beautiful. I'm glad that you just like cleared the air on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't rooting for Wyoming though, just to clear the record. Yeah, you, oh, man, okay. the sure looks like you were. <laughs> it looks like you were. Uh, all righty. Well, those are all good really stuff. good ones, guys. I, I like those. <clears throat> yep. Getting kicked out of two games or one game <sighs> twice. One game yeah. twice. Yeah. Uh, righty. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll wrap up there, boys. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, thank you to Hunter for crapping on Iowa State and telling us this great story many other things we thank him for uh yeah the best part was that he gets horns downed as just like that's like the universal give the middle fingers to anyone in the big 12 like oh yeah 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 horns (laughs) down to you i agree i agree horns down everybody (laughs) i was like no yeah dude like okay Mm -hmm. yeah sweet we hate let's do it (laughs) that just that just goes with the vibe of this podcast so well i feel Mm -hmm. he really fit in well He's a new co-host. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll uh, ask him to fill in or something. Do tryouts. Um, all righty. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We appreciate right, thanks, it. Guys. We'll see you all next week. Go Beavers. Hmm.